Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C, a podcast created to help you unplug from pop culture and into Christ. Welcome to the Gone Grow Show with Bree and C. How are you doing, C? Doing great, Bree. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Had a great Thanksgiving, wonderful time, spending time with family and so much to be thankful for. So, had a great time. How about yourself? Mine was good too. I definitely was looking forward to spending time with my family, uh, getting a break from work. It's getting kind of busy towards the end of the year, so it was the perfect way to just relax and um, take it easy. Um, we'll watch the football game, the Cowboys won. Woo! My stepdad is the biggest Cowboys fan, so so that's great that they won. Excellent. So we got a, a review on iTunes, and Yay! we definitely are thankful for that. <laughs> we have a review from uh, Jay, who's the host of Right to Real Love Radio, my favorite podcast on relationships from a Christian perspective. I would definitely encourage you all to check him out. He said, The Go and Grow Show is such a great podcast for Christians. If you want to hear and learn from two genuine women who care about helping others along their Christian walk, then Bree and C got you covered. You're sure to learn a lot from them and their guests. Press play and enjoy. So again, we just want to say thank you to Jay. and We really appreciate it. And like I said, definitely check out his podcast if you haven't listened to him yet. It's, it's great. Yes, thank you so much, Jay. We appreciate that. So C and I just got back from 3-in-1 Cafe in Okoe. It's a Christian cafe owned by a rapper slash clothing company owner slash spoken word artist. I know he does so much. His name is Marcus Gaines, and we had a great time. Yes, we did. They had great atmosphere, great prices, and great people, and I most definitely, definitely will be returning back. I would highly recommend our listeners to check out the 3 and one Cafe in Ocoee, Florida. You didn't even mention what we did. We did a, a lip-sync battle, battle mm-hmm. we competed in. Well, I don't know if we... I guess everybody everybody won. Everybody had a great everybody time. Everybody won. To gospel music, Christian music, and it was so fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We'll try to post some of it on our social media, on Instagram. So follow us at Go and Grow Show. You'll see um, us. <laughs> what was the first song we did? It was Mar- The God in Me by yeah. Mary Mary. Mary so you Mary. get to see us rock out to that. I had a great time. <laughs> Yes, that that was fun. I've I've seen people do lip sync on on TV, mm-hmm. but to do it, it's it's hard. It's harder than I thought it would be. So really, was it? It yeah. was fun for me. It was fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun. It's just because you want to move your hands and you got to hold the mic, and I'm just like I'm. You want to? It it was fun. You have to to see us do yes. it. It's, it was hilarious. And give us your feedback and what you think <laughs> when you see it. When you see that clip or that video, let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear it. Well, hopefully it's good. So Yes, it is all good. So next, we have Bree's interview with the Christian hip-hop artist, Prophet Josiah. And you'll definitely be in a treat with yeah. this interview. Yes, we hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Go and Grow Show. This is Bree. She, unfortunately, isn't feeling well. We're definitely praying that she... Um, improves in her health and feels better soon. Um, today I'm joined by Christian hip-hop artist Prophet Josiah. 
Um, just a little background information about him. He is a devout, born-again Christian. He lives life according to what he believes God's, pl- God's plan is. Um, patience, experience, and life have carved this man into one of the many hardworking musicians developing intense and imagine- imaginative music. He started rapping in 1993 and has been writing and recording on and off until 2011. He started rapping again after a death in his family in early 2016. His new album is expected to be released in early 2017. Prophet Josiah graduated from SUNY College with a bachelor's degree in music industry business. Since graduating, he started a music publishing company, Nasect Publishing LLC. Through his company, Josiah has had music placed on VH1, USA Network, NBC, Fox Sports, NFL Films, ABC Network, MTV2, NBC Sports, America Idol, and many others. Um, Welcome to the show, Prophet Josiah. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Today is an excellent day. I have no complaints at all. That's great. Great. I'm so um, grateful for you having the time to join us on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to this discussion. Um, I know it's going to be great. I know we're both lovers of music, so it's, I'm excited to talk with you about some, some uh, albums and some artists when we get to it. So, Okay. So just to start off, what are some of your thoughts on the election? I know it's been a, a long uh election season and now we've got the outcome of the results with Trump being our our president-elect. I've seen you talk on Twitter a little bit about it but you want to share some of your your thoughts with the listeners? Yeah I think I think it's great that people had the opportunity to go out and vote. Um, I'm not necessarily happy with the selection but at the end of the day I wouldn't have been happy with the other one either so I just kind of look at it like you know when you was a kid and, like, you was, like, fourth or fifth grade, and you learned about who the president was, but you didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's kind of, like, what it is for me right now. It's like, I mean, I know who it is, but I'm just going to live my life and do what God tells me to do. I mean, that part hasn't changed. I'm just following what God's plan is. Right. That's true. I see it. The president... It's a big job, but we have checks and balances in our country, and for that, I'm very grateful. And, like you said, um... We have to live our life, so we'll see how the next four years go. We'll definitely be praying for him, praying that he makes the right decisions, what's in the best interest of this country. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We have to be hopeful and just uh, keep this country and him in, in prayer. So your site mentions that your cousin's death caused you to start rapping again. Can you tell us uh, more about that time? Um, if you have a, a testimony from that time and how your music has changed since you um, stopped rapping in 2011. Yeah, um, I, was, I was really into publishing and trying to get placements for like my writers and um, you know the different producers I was working for. And so music was always on the back burner. It was something I always wanted to do, but I kept pushing it to the back because I just felt like I had more stuff that was important. And... Um, Earlier this year, in uh, January, my cousin was murdered, and I found out about it, like, on Facebook, or, uh, I mean, my cousin was on Facebook, and she said, oh, man, my brother, this and that, and it just hit me a funny kind of way. I just was thinking, like, man, like, I really need to start making music again. Like, it, it just 
his death kind of birthed the urgency in me that my music is important. And I was starting to feel like I don't really have to do music. There's a lot of good Christian rappers out. So I was just feeling like I'm not really needed anymore. Whereas back in the day when I was rapping before, I kind of felt like, you know, I need to do this because it's not a lot of people that I thought was hot. Well, now it's like everybody's hot. So I was just like, you know, I don't really have to do this. But ever since that happened, I felt like God was putting on my heart, like, you can actually change things in this world with your music. And I just started feeling like maybe if I was making music, I know this might sound crazy, but I was just feeling like maybe somehow I could have, like, prevented that situation if they had heard my music or something. And then ever since then, God has just been really pushing me to to just do it and stop, you know, stop pussyfooting around. <laughs> Yeah, we never know who we can reach with our our talents, so we definitely should just use them for, for God's glory. I know that, you know, we all have unique gifts. I know with even with, with music or us with the podcast, I mean, we, we might not reach everyone, but we can reach somebody. We can reach somebody who needs to hear it. You never know, like you said, that one person you can impact. So... You never know what could happen when you uh, reach out to someone um, through your music and they hear it. How it can one life can change another life and start a chain reaction. So it's definitely um, worth putting out there. Exactly. And you said I know you said you stopped in 2011 and now you started and. Do you feel like you have your music has changed more? I know you you it's more I guess the impact of what happened to your cousin, um, and we're definitely sorry to hear that what happened to him. Do you feel like your your tone has changed? Your attitude has changed? How has it has how how has um I guess the last couple of years like influenced your your music? Yeah, I mean the music hasn't really changed. It's just it's more. Right now, it's just more important to me. So I, I'm not I'm not putting other things in front of it. Like right now, I've kind of put my publishing on the back burner. I mean, I'm still doing it, but it's back burner. You said I have another business where I do web design and graphics and stuff like that. I still do it, but it's back burner. Where before, my music was back burner. So it's like I always did those things first. And then if I had enough time left over, then I work on music. Where now, I've just reversed it like, the music is first. It has to be released. It has to be done. And then if I have time left over, then I do the other stuff. Gotcha. So even before you started Christian Hip Hop, it seems like you were a big fan of old school hip hop. I know on your site you mentioned some some artists you liked. Um, what caused you to, I guess, transfer over to Christian Hip Hop? And why would you recommend it to someone else who might be, you know, on those old, old school groups, Tribe Called Quest and um, some of the other groups. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Tribe Called Quest just dropped in the album, right? Right. They were on Saturday Night Live, which was hosted by Dave Hill, yeah. and they were debuting some new songs recently. Yeah, but um, um, I started off doing Christian rap. It's just that I always listened to uh, what, well, you can say at that time it wasn't old school. It just was I mean, that's the time it was. I just listened to the, to the hip-hop of the age. Okay. But, um, but I started off doing Christian rap because I never thought Christian rap was dope back then. I mean, my, my dad used to always play these Christian rap tapes in the car, 
and he would, you know, say like, play these for me to kind of sway me to not listen to the hip hop I was listening to. Yeah. I just always clown the taste, like, dude, these dudes, I'm the beat stuck. They can't really rhyme. And my first rap was a Christian rap I made to show him to say, look, I'm not even a rapper, and I can rap better than these dudes. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he would take the tape I made, and then he would give it to his friends, and, like, more people just started saying, oh, man, this guy's good. And so then that's when me and my brother started our group Profits, and then we started going to studios and doing stuff like that. But as far as recommending um, Christian hip-hop to people now, I wouldn't necessarily recommend Christian hip-hop. I just would recommend artists. Like, yo, have you, you're saying, if you like hip-hop, you should check out Bizzle. You should check out you said, all, these, all these other different people that I think are dope. And then let them be the judge of whether they want to listen to it or not. You know what I'm saying? Some people have a funny, a funny connotation when you say, this is Christian music. They're like, oh. Wow, I don't know if I'm gonna listen to that. So I just be like, yo, just listen to this. I just look him up. If you like his music, then it's whatever. So you know, I kind of let people be the judge themselves of the music before I I mention this Christian hip hop. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I know it's been kind of controversial the whole rapper who is Christian versus a Christian rapper <laughs> that yeah. has been going back and forth for years. And I see it as like these people are. There are people who are rapping who are Christians, and it's just imagine if someone was saved, like what type of music would they be producing? Music that's gonna bring you closer to God. Every song might not be um, about. I mean, of course, songs are about God, but it might not be. They might not be a sermon in every in every song, but it's still someone who is saved will reflect the music of that of a saved lifestyle. From what from what I am, that's the way I'm learning to define it and explaining it to people because you definitely see the difference between someone like you mentioned Bizzle and a more secular rapper. I don't even, I, someone I can name, um, like Lil Wayne or somebody like you definitely notice a, a difference. Not to say that, I don't know, that Bizzle isn't our well known as Lil Wayne, but he just has a different type of, audience yeah, he he's trying tribe. to reach yeah he has a different goal he's trying to achieve with his music yeah for sure and you know that argument has been going on for you know saying as far as i know for at least 20 years right. the rapper who's christian and the christian rapper except back then more people wanted to be labeled a christian rapper because it was it was really like yo we want to be recognized as a genre. We want people to know that Christian rap is just as dope as regular rap and da 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 da, da where now they kind of flipped a little bit. I think it really don't matter either way what you call yourself, but we just need to make music that glorifies God and that people can just ride out to. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want some songs that are just about a sunny day and I'm chilling with my wife and my kids and then saying no, I might, I might have another song where I'm actually preaching and telling you something that you really need to know about Ephesians or whatever. I think it just needs to be a balance. It shouldn't be all one way and not the other way. I think it's just, just you know, like it just should be a balance. So it's like, I treat my music just like I treat 
my actual life. You know what I'm saying? When I go to work, everybody I meet, I don't say, Jesus, 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 you need to read Ephesians. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, what are you doing? My name is whatever. You know what I'm saying? This is what I do. And you get into a conversation with them. And, you know what I'm saying? Usually I have something like in the back of my mind. I'm going to find a way to, to like, bring God into this conversation so that I can try to win them in some kind of way. But I don't make it obvious at first. I just try to weave it into the conversation, and then God usually makes a way for it to, you know, to blossom into something. Yeah, that's that's a good, very good way to go. Um, speaking of your music, your latest single, Value Your Worth, is out. Um, I, I do like that there's a message for not just women, but men as well. I think that's something men don't hear also I know valuing your worth is usually something that's pointed towards towards women. And I also saw your blog post. Um, for, I guess, as far as worth goes, how did you, did you discover yours early? Or was that something you learned later in life? Um, it's something I'm still actually doing. <laughs> it's something I'm still actually doing. Um, I mean, there's some things that are obvious that I think God has given me certain gifts. And it's like, yeah, okay. So this this is how God values me. This is how God looks at me, and God wants me to display His attributes in my everyday life. But then there's often something new that comes up, where like maybe I don't have as much money as I had before, or my son is going to school, and I realize when he comes home and he says, "Oh, you know, what I'm saying, Daddy, this happened at school. This happened on the bus," and I have to explain to him what what like life is like, and I never had to do that before because. Because he's my first son, and he's going to school, so it's an experience I've never had. And so it's like I've learned a lot about valuing my worth, but also trying to have my son value his worth. I have a daughter that's a baby, so that's going to be a whole other thing I'm worried about in the future. Oh, (laughs) boy. We're we praying for you right now, starting (laughs) Please do. So in your blog post, you mentioned value coming from being made in God's image, which is in Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Do you think that people are starting to recognize their, their value? Do they, you think they see the importance of knowing their value? Or you think there's still, I guess, obviously some room for some, from room for people to grow in their value? Yeah, I, th- I think I think there's always room to grow. Um, I think I think a lot of people recognize their value, but I don't think by default we see our value through God's lens. I think we see our value through our own lens. So, like as a man, by default, you say whether you're Christian or not, you're kind of raised to like be a man. So value comes in how much money you make what kind of car you got, what kind of job you got, how big is your house, things like that to attract a mate. And for a woman, it's like, you know what I'm saying, what you look like, how you dress, how your hair is, whether it's short, whether it's long, whether it's natural hair, whether it's not natural, you know what I'm saying, all these different things. Well, I think when we look at it through, through God's lens, God's lens is like, I value you because I created you for a purpose, and I need you to fulfill that purpose. You understand? So I made you look the way you look. I gave you the money that you currently have. So I gave you all the tools, no matter what you look like or how much money you have, I've given you the tools 
to do the things I need you to do. So you already have a value just by default. And I think that's something that most people don't really recognize unless you study it or you say, or God just reveals it to you. You know what I mean? Right. And I guess to, to paraphrase or recap, our value isn't from you know, the external things, it's the internal value that God gave us. I mean, we look and see that, I mean, God loved us so much that he sent his only son to die for us on the cross and that he wanted to give us a way to access him, to spend eternity with him. And that's even before, you know, we were even born. Like he placed this value on us, even in our mother's womb, he gave us purpose. He gave us, um, he had a, a plan that was good for us, no matter who we were, um, no matter what race we are, what gender we are. And I think that's a, a great message to sh- to share with people. Um, we're all unique. And it's, it's funny because we try so hard to fit in with society. And we know that society's standards are always changing. And that God's right. standards, I mean, they never change. Is that... I guess, would you have any thoughts on that? Would you, I guess, want to comment on that? I mean, you you, you just worded that so perfectly. I'll just say it, amen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> preach! <laughs> so that was perfect. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. I mean, that, that, that that's exactly what it is. Thanks. Um, do you have a, a favorite lyric in the song? That um, Something that you really liked when you, you put in there? Um, I mean, I like the whole thing, but, <laughs> but I'm like, um, I mean, to go along with what you just said, you know what I'm saying, I like God, like, planned our life from the beginning before we got here, that's like the first line of the song, you know what I'm saying, like, yo, let's start from the beginning, God plans your life, and it's like, even though you don't seem so when you feel slow, and it's like, a lot of people don't recognize that God planned their life from the beginning, because they're so busy chasing money, or women or cars or whatever it is they feel like they have to have to be successful yeah what was your favorite lyric in the song i think i like the chorus um just listening to it um i think yeah the chorus was really good for me and since we're talking about the song let's play it do you want to introduce it for everyone yeah this is value your worth featuring b deal by prophet josiah I think it's dope. Hopefully you will too. Check it out. You're valuable. Incredible. All you should do is be uniquely you. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. God plans your life. Even though it don't seem so when you fiend slow for the IDO. L, American philosophy, hypocrisy, oh well. Everything's for self or for sell. But what do you value? Your whips, your job, your crib, the fib that you told your man. How you bang the chick? If you did, so what? Might have a kid. So what is important to you? To live life like they say you should do. Be the best, no doubt. Do you feel worthless if you have a little less? Anxious, feel stressed, trying to gain success? Oblivious to the fact that you have all of that. What's that? God blesses. More the physical addresses you possess his image. He was made in it, Christ's knowledge infinite. Recognize your worth, yeah.
on the IG or the FB, hanging in the Twitterverse, and in that universe, or just walking real life, recognize your worth. It's more than a cutie or a fat booty, pretty face you are working for. Way more than the sum of your parts, don't be fooled, you a jewel. Crafting in perfection, no matter your size, age, color, complexing, you flexing, perplexing the male gender. Never surrender, you belong to God, not a pretender. Remember, you a precious gift, don't sell a fifth of your body. Just a rock the Bugatti, getting paid to party. Don't be a side dish, of course you a main course, except nothing less. They want to see you undressed, tell them bring the best and be serious, because you deserve a ring. Thinking my ideas too silly. They fall into your brain like speaking Swahili. Ideally, you feel me? You wanna be different. Having God in your life, it makes a big difference. Like if rent was free, how different would your life be? Mo M O N E. Why? Could change your life. Soul could serve in Christ. So stop asking why. Just do it. His influence, not a lie. Don't misconstrue it. Pursue it. Ooh, it sounds crazy. I let them upgrade me. The Bible persuade me. Lately, I think less about earthly stress. I'm on to the next. No time for BS or material objects. I want what he want and it's not to flaunt things that have no value think spiritual value that's what i'm on let's start a new trend a new phenomenon uh. How has that influenced your music? And let me just say congratulations, because that's something you don't hear about, um, especially for men. Um, women are always, it's, it's more so we talk about women in marriage, but as far as a man being married for that long, I just want to say uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, marriage is dope. I mean, marriage has influenced my music. Um really in such a way where I just get to talk about more stuff. So I can actually talk about what it's like to be married. I can talk about, um, I can talk about sex. I can talk about children. I can talk about relationships. Um, I find that a lot of people, you know, just, just in my different conversations in real life and on Twitter and Facebook, I notice a lot of people look at marriage as like, you know, like the destination, like, yo, I'm single now, but when I get married, yeah, we've arrived. <laughs> it's like marriage is just another starting point. It's like you get married, and then you just basically start all over again. And it's it's, it's, uh, it's definitely not the end. It's the beginning of your life with somebody else forever. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, usually, usually, in like any other relationship you have, if you don't like what the person do, you just leave or you or you stop being friends. You know what I mean? Like, when you're in school, you got a friend and they say something funny about you or they reach a point where they really get on your nerves, you be like, look, we ain't got to be friends no more, so peace. Right. And then you move on with your life. Marriage is the only relationship where a person gets on your nerves to that point and you say, I'm not going nowhere. So let's just figure it out because I'm not leaving. <laughs> and that's that's the difficult thing about it. And it's also the, the uh, beautiful thing about it is that you grow with somebody even when they get on your nerves and you watch them have different, uh, you know, different stages in their life where they may want to do different things. And you just got to roll with it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a great perspective um, to have. So you mentioned, we mentioned some artists earlier like Bizzle. And I, I listen to a lot of Christian hip hop artists as well. Um, when you when you mentioned, you also said that you like to refer people to artists. So what do you look for um, in an artist before you say, okay, this is someone you should check out? Um, and listen. Uh, yeah, I personally look for I look for dope rhymes. I look for beats. Um, you know, I'm originally from New York, so I tend to favor East Coast style rhyme schemes. I think I think this trap music is is had a way for a little bit too long, <laughs> and so I typically favor that 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 style of music, East Coast hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like similar to Lauryn Hill, um, uh, you know, like Show Baraka, uh, what's her name? Jackie Hill Perry. But I also like downside music too, like, uh, what's, what's his name? D1. I mean, he's dope. I mean, just, just really people that are unique. Like, they don't sound like other people. And they know how to put words together where it's not like ABC123. You know what I mean? It's like they actually thought about what they wanted to say. And they can make it fit and, you know, can tell stories and, and the music makes me bob my head and not, you know, stuff like that. That's what I like. I mean, that's, those are the type of people that I would refer to other people. Yeah, I definitely um, agree. I really like Jackie Hill Perry and Show Baraka as well. Um, I've listened to his album, uh, The Narrative, a lot lately. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure. If, have you heard it yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I would definitely yeah, recommend everyone listening to go check it out. Uh, so, get into I guess another question. What is your favorite Bible verse? My favorite. This is gonna sound funny, but I'm married, so it's whatever. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite Bible verse. Uh, I don't even know where. Well, I know it's in Song of Solomon. I just don't know exactly where it's at, but I remember reading it, and I say this to my wife all the time, but the scripture is, let her breast satisfy you. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite verse. I don't know how God is going to tell me whatever, but like I said, I'm married, so. (laughs) That's a first, but I mean, it's Song Solomon, it's it's in the Bible, so hey. (laughs) It's in there. I kind of want to get back to um we were talking about the single <laughs> and valuing your worth um I just I mean I just thought about with with men um we we kind of mentioned 
how how men for men is more about you know the cars and the biggest house and things like that do you see a lot of influencers out there trying to communicate this to men is this something that um you think there needs to be more of and how i guess that would uh come about could that could you see that coming about i guess in the future yeah i think i think as more um godly men become popular um as more people like lecrae where like they represent christ to a point where like um you you like see them all the time so like lecrae's pretty famous he's not as famous as some other people but a lot of people know who he is and when you ask about who he is and what he stands for he doesn't shy away from the fact that he's a christian man that he's married that he stands up um, you know, for his beliefs and takes action with what God says. I think when you see more people in positions of power and they have money and they have the things that, that most people want, but then they're Christian, I think that's when you start seeing a change, you know. And uh, basically how I plan to do that is just using my music and using my my uh, influence just on a local level with with my children, with people I interact with at the job. I mean, like, I always just try to make sure that I I bring that out to let people know, like, like you know, it ain't just about this job. I mean, like, even when I'm at work, you know what I mean? Because I have a regular job, go to work, I talk to other people there, and it's like, you know, there's often a conversation about, you know, how much money we make, getting promotions and things like that. And I often tend to bring up to people, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, this job could be gone tomorrow. Like, like your work is not in this job. You know what I'm saying? What doesn't mean, you know how much we get paid, or if you get laid off, or whatever. You know, your what is in what God says it is. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some people feel that, some people don't, but it's whatever. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's how I I try to do it, by just doing my part. If more people did that all over the place, I mean, dude, we'll see a huge change. Yeah, I definitely agree. I really pray that more men step up to be the leaders and that God called them to be and not placing their their value on you know like we said these external things but that they should you know reflect and imitate Christ's character I mean Christ wasn't um you know some he wasn't like a pushover like sometimes men think that you know they might think that oh Christ is this gentle person and they have to be you know let anyone talk to them any kind of way but as no. as men you can be very masculine and still be a christian i think i don't know if if that's um something you've noticed but um as far as i yep. guess their value like like you said it's you know your ego your what you have um especially that's what's emphasized in in secular culture um exactly these people and music videos, you know, other things that they put on TV, um, trying to be the biggest, the baddest. And what really irritates me, and I guess I'm getting a little off topic, but um, how when men talk about being like they're the god of this or something, I I think Drake calls himself the sixth god or something like. If yeah. you're really gonna, if you're gonna call yourself a god, like that's, I don't even know if I can listen to something like that, like as people we're definitely not gods um i wouldn't even 
compare myself to you know the creator of all things like that's just so right yeah i think that um i think in general i don't know if these dudes all read the same handbook or what but it's like every time somebody gets to be at the top of the game instead of like drake is kind of like sitting at the top now i mean he's probably the most paid uh the most played whenever somebody gets to that position where they're like if 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 not the top, one of the top, all of a sudden they're God. Mm-hmm. Jay Z said it, Drake said it. I mean, mad people have said that. It's just like, yo, I'm the God of this, I'm the God of that, and it's just like, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess, but you don't compare to the Creator. And like you said, you know, what I'm saying like, I don't, I don't see how people do that and still feel comfortable with themselves. Like, mm-hmm. God can snatch your breath. Just at any moment. I mean, he could just take your breath away. Like, you know, a little side note, you said maybe like five or six years ago, me and my wife went to the movies. We came out the movies. We were leaving the parking lot. And all of a sudden, I couldn't breathe. And I'm like, yo. I looked at my wife, and she's like, yo, what's the matter? And I couldn't even tell her what the problem was because I couldn't get any words out. And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I'm about to die. Because I didn't know what was happening. And I just was thinking, like, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, a few minutes later, I was able to breathe. I ended up going to the doctor, da-da-da. But I always remember thinking to myself, God can take me at any time. Like, I have no power. I have no control over nothing. If he decides this is your last breath, it's your last breath. That's it. It don't matter how much money you got, how powerful you think you are, how many records you sold. If God snaps his finger, I mean, spiritually or whatever, and you can't breathe, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So hopefully people got their life right. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess just to circle everything back together, because I was getting a little off topic. I think that idea or that that mindset can stem from not knowing that, you know, God gave you your value when you tend to think. Um, what is that self-made people think oh I'm self-made this I, I did this on my own realizing that all realize that everything you've done is has come from you know the value the gifts that God gave you and if you're using them and you think it's all you then I mean obviously you're gonna say okay this is what I've done instead of looking at what God's allowed you to do so we definitely need to keep that as our as our focus as our mindset um do you have any questions for me? Um, well, yeah, I do have a question. Do you guys think that you'll ever turn into, like, um, video video shows where it's like you actually interview people in person or you can see the people on camera, we can see you on camera? Well, there's, there's definitely opportunity for that. I mean, right now we're mostly um, doing the podcast. I could see if we go to an event and there's someone there who's willing to to let us interview them. We could we've tried to do some things with Periscope. Yeah. But I have I haven't used honestly I haven't used Periscope in a while. It's kind of but now there's the Facebook Live, so that might be an option when we go to an event or a concert something and we talk to someone. We could go live on our Facebook page and and share some video. So yeah, man, because video. Be the, the future in the in the works. Yeah. Do you have any any more questions? 
Um, not really. I mean, I mean, you guys uh, like what you're doing. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. Um, and uh, oh, really good question. I have to ask this. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> have you told anybody else about my single? <laughs> We're definitely going to, once, once we post this episode, we're definitely going to link um, your information in our show notes and when we post it on, on social media, it's it's definitely going to be attached and we're going to, obviously we're going to have it in the episode, people will be able to hear it and yeah, it's going to be out. So. Okay, yeah, that's good, but that was more of a joke. I know, I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of your music, um, if someone wants to get in contact with you or find your music online, how would they uh, go about doing that? Oh, yeah, you can always find me at uh, prophetjosiah.com. That's uh, P-R-A-F-I-T, josiah.com. Um, and then I'm pretty much everywhere else, Prophet Josiah, so twitter.com slash prophetjosiah, youtube.com, prophetjosiah. SoundCloud, same thing. Um, Instagram, same thing. Facebook, same thing. Everything's Prophet Josiah. Uh, that's good. Um, we'll we'll include that, like I said, in our show notes. And I know you mentioned you were, had an album coming out next year. Does, does it have a, a title yet? Is it still a working title? Uh, I have a title that I'm thinking about, but I'm I'm not sure. So I wanna I wanna finish up the songs first and then see where I feel like God's leading me with that, but. But yeah, definitely next year. I'm thinking uh, probably springtime, mm-hmm. springtime 2017. I'll have a have a nice little project ready. I'm looking really looking forward to this. All right, we're we're looking forward to it as well. If it's anything like your your single now, I know it's going to be um, definitely encouraging. A message that we definitely need to hear um, in our society. So definitely looking forward to it. Um, but thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great day that you enjoy the nice, uh, Tennessee weather. Hopefully it's not too cold out there. All right. Well, thank you for having me again. And I just pray that the go and grow show will continue to go and grow in Jesus name. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thanks. Follow us on social media. Check out our website at www.goandgrowshow.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our handle is Go and Grow Show. Please don't forget to leave us an iTunes review and remember, share the fun and share our episodes with family, friends, coworkers, or anyone that wants to be encouraged. <laughs>